0: Yeah, You not hearing all it? I'm hearing party. it loud and clear. I believe we've used this song before, all though. Night, Have we? Right, Would you like another?
1: All right, so, so,
2: so the way in. All right here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to the... Gentlemen, Dojo! Oh. Feeling good, feeling good. Keen got really into that. Did you see what he did? He did something weird He took like his pants uh, off. Yeah. yeah, again. That
0: was great. That was great. We just came back from a weekend at the Tempe Improv, which was a blast. So much fun. Great crowds. That's great a crowds. That's a fun town.
1: That's a fun western, but still yet conservative. It's a good mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. been a good mix for us.
0: We had fun. We made fun out of our Friday night show, which afterwards could have been a disaster, the bar we went to, but it turned out to be a lot of fun. Yeah. That crazy... Nightclub lounge. We walked I gotta tell into. You,
2: when you recollect the story, I feel like I'm there. You do. It, it's so. It brings back memories. I wanna. I wanna get s'mores and just light a fire. I am the listen. Maya
0: Angelou. Oh my of god. storytelling. What well, a horrible. I remember back in third grade. Sit back, guys, and enjoy. Well, you are I was back in the third grade. Yes? No, that's good. I wanted to hear the, <laughs> I wanted to hear the rest of that. It, it, it's as is
1: customary for either wedding weekends or stand-up comedy weekends. You go big the night before the last yeah. night. And Friday we went huge. Saturday was kind of mellow, I thought. but uh,
0: Saturday was the better bar choice, though. By the way, boys, uh, looking forward and not back, right? Big fight this weekend. I know that you're watching it, Steve. It you went to the Coinstar machine, threw some money together. Are you I talking about money. the
1: comedy store? To oh, my no,
0: left, Gary Cannon. Hello. Uh, also oh, Steve. to my left, Patrick Keene. Steve, can you feel the energy, by the way? We are close to triple numbers here at the dojo. Close to triple numbers. Oh, yeah. This is 98. Very excited with our guest this afternoon. Number 98. Yes. 99 coming up. And then we got a very,
2: very, very special guest for number 100. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, We want to thank everybody for listening, obviously, to the dojo. And please go to iTunes, rate us, review us. We love to hear what you're thinking. We appreciate it. And as always, where can they find you? Canon Comedy. At Canon Comedy. That's correct. And?
1: Uh, At Citizen Keen on Twitter or uh, Keen of Comedy on YouTube.
2: Yeah. Ooh. There it is. Are you as diverse as Patrick? Uh how so uh, I'm in terms of white. having other other platforms or are you just on Twitter and that's
0: it I'm on Twitter I'm on Instagram not actively I I have somebody that runs my social media department How
2: often do you write a joke on Twitter cuz I, I see any jokes but I look through and I, I I don't see But any... I just have a department that does no, it I no, don't know but it what says they do Canon comedy and there's never any yeah. jokes on the feed
0: Yeah I I, I don't you know I submit to some people and then they take care of it from there I have a team a I don't staff know. I, don't I
2: have know. A I've staff I've never seen
0: anything anyways or a team. Uh we're very excited today Yeah uh, by the way, it's hard to believe. Like looking back at a hundred, like we've had some great guests that I booked. Do you tweet jokes? Some not so great guests. Oh, wait, that booked. Hold on. Do you tweet jokes on your Twitter account? Or no? Have I? No,
2: no, no, no. Because I but, make you, money but it says doing at Ken Comedy, so you yeah. would think that there would be some comedy on there,
1: but there's no.
0: No, I mean I'm doing flappers this weekend in Claremont.
2: Yeah, <laughs> are, you, are you in Claremont? <laughs>
0: people, people, You're can not doing pay, Burbank? people can pay. Okay. People can pay for jokes if they want. Okay. I'm not giving it for free. You're not doing Burbank tonight? Uh, no, I'm I'm out in Claremont. Oh, I was going to come by the Burbank. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. I understand. You want to do a guest set? That sounds professional.
2: <laughs> Hello. Hey, it's Burn. Hey. Okay, we got to give right, you a proper you? introduction. Yes. Okay, okay D- Gary, do you want to go ahead and then, and uh, we can both in. Inter-
0: sure, let's do this. Yeah, well, good. a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had on one of your cohorts. Uh, he was on our show, and I got to tell you though, that this is why I like our guest for today. I did some research. We have a little research department here at the dojo, and uh, this guy of the four has the most Twitter followers of any of them. It's of, great. Of what? Of the Set four. the table of what? Of all four. You're Relax. talking like everybody knows. Relax. Of all wow. four Beatles. Of all four impractical jokers. Ooh,
2: okay. Yeah. There's okay. The,
0: there's the pink spoon burn that you Thank can shove you. up your ass. Thank you for that, that fucking on, sample, you asshole. We have uh, on garbage New himself. Daddy. New Daddy, correct?
2: Will you new introduce daddy. his yes. name? Do you know how to do an introduction? Joe Gatto.
0: Bucket. Oh, my God. Get a little.
2: <laughs> yeah. Joe, thank you no for joining up. us in the dojo. No buildup. That, that may have been like, the who, shittiest, who who's <laughs> <laughs> nah. shittiest introduction I've ever heard on this You're podcast. Welcome. Awful, Gary. <laughs> good God. Uh, are you getting sleep? First off, congratulations, yes. new father, thank for the too. second time. Are you getting sleep?
3: Uh, no. <laughs> and, Not and, at all, but and, uh, it's good. It's good.
2: And what a great name. Remington, is that correct?
3: Yes, Remington Joseph. He goes by Remo.
2: That is a stunning name. Um, uh, most, I don't know how many folks. Know, you worked at Giggles, a baby store. Now, now, do you get a hookup when you got the kids coming, or?
3: Uh, no, I just I cut through all the bullshit about baby products. Yeah. I'm a, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm. completely educated. I'm not going to get sold on something I don't need, burn uh, And by the I way, go in and I know what I need. By the way, Joe, Steve's <laughs> always
0: looking for a discount because he has no money. You do. Shut you up. can go full retail. <laughs> you can buy your baby shit at Sharper Image. Byrne's got to go to Ikea, okay. put his crib together for his baby, and hope okay. that thing doesn't bust.
2: Why don't you work on the next intro? Uh, really? i <laughs> <laughs> got a got a question for you.
3: I thought that was still part of the intro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That he can afford real baby Thank stuff. you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, you taking the time. Um, you're, you're in the midst right now of filming, correct? The new season?
3: No, we are, we are actually start up in two weeks. Start up in two weeks.
2: Great, two weeks. great okay. research. I got to ask yeah. you. Shut up. <laughs> I got to <laughs> ask you. <laughs> is there a prank or is, has there been a challenge that has been pitched maybe over the course of multiple seasons that – you or one of the other guys just is holding out on
3: well there's one that came from the when we did the, the punishment when we had the treatment which we never shot was that you had to go to uh you had to go to a wedding and you had to wait till when they ask if anyone oh. here <laughs> would like to not see this happen you have to stand up object to the wedding go into a long story about oh. how you made love to the bride. And then we got to call back, realize you're at the wrong wedding, apologize, and just sit back down. Wow.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You know, doing that, I don't even know if the lovemaking part of the story, by that point in the story, the embarrassment is yeah. so huge. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even matter yeah. what you're talking about.
3: The, the rest yeah, of it's a yeah. rough one. Oh, yeah. that's, so, that's, that's a rough one. We wouldn't want to ruin someone's day that they've been waiting oh, for their the whole point. life, though. So I think that's
2: what it is. Is that a collective thing, or is that, like, you may be holding out on? Or
1: is it just all the guys across the board?
3: No, I think that's all of us across the board and the network and keeping us to be decent human beings. <laughs>
1: right. Well, right. Steve, Steve was part of a hit show called The Wedding Crashers, weren't you? Wasn't that a- It canceled. Four, no. four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> By
0: Thank the way, I like that out. I, li- I like how Joe's like, we don't want to cause any embarrassment to somebody at a wedding, yet we'll do it at a restaurant or a park. That's okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's fine. The weddings are also, You know, we've done it everywhere except a wedding. <laughs> we have our limitations.
2: Joe, yeah. you seem like every every band or every group has a leader. You seem to be the natural leader of this group.
3: You know, is
2: that, is that fair to say?
3: Well, I mean, you're saying it, and you know us pretty well. Would you say that about me? I
2: would say that you really do lead the charge, especially when it comes to going out at night. <laughs> so, so i gotta, I got to ask you, when, when you are kind of leading the charge at the forefront um, of such an ensemble group, You know, has there been times where it's been, obviously, has it tested the friendship? I mean, I'm sure it has, but how difficult of a responsibility is it when you're the Paul McCartney of the Beatles, for example?
3: (laughs) It it, It does get a little rough. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm as much as the leader, but I've fallen to the role that the guys know I get stuff done. So they're like, oh, we should go out tonight. Like nobody'll do any research or nobody'll do anything and be like, we're going to be in Phoenix. We should go someplace cool. And they'll all just look at me. And they're, I'm just not as lazy as them. <laughs> <laughs> and so they'll, they'll know I'll figure it out. And before you know it, we have, you know, we'll have uh, gotten ourselves a party bus and we're ending up going, uh, you know, club hopping and stuff because we, somebody mentioned it. I think that's what makes me the quote-unquote leader. It's that I'm the guy that gets things done. <laughs> and which is crazy because you don't drink, right? No, 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 and I'm definitely the craziest when we're out. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I was shocked, shocked yeah. when
3: I when yeah, well, first time I met you, Burn. I think you thought I was absolutely on multiple uh, drugs and and alcohols.
2: I was like, you've <laughs> got to be on uh, on a thousand. Th- I mean, this is like the funnest dude ever. <laughs> Where did you guys meet for the first time? <laughs> I well, I I know the first time I remember, like, I mean, there's been so many nights out with. Joe the first a proper vendor.
3: night, I think, it was in Chicago when we did Just for Last together, right? Yeah,
2: and that was a, a proper bender. But yes. I, even like in Nashville, I remember, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing the just we're doing the uh, Vince Vaughn's uh, Wild West Comedy Festival, and it's a private party. It's the Bud Light Lounge. I'm on <laughs> one side of the of the room. Joe's on the other side of the room, and like <laughs> speakers, were getting everybody to sing like Cyndi Lauper or whatever and i'm just looking at joe and he's the world's greatest cheerleader in terms of fun and i'm like how does he not drink cuz i'm blottoed and i'm having a great time but he's doing this completely sober and it's just like what a great what a great vibe from somebody to like literally just have that inherently and not have the alcohol break those things down in somebody yeah. i mean what you're you're always positive you're so outgoing and I think that is a testament to <clears throat> to the endurance of the show. I mean, could there have be a better platform for you in terms of your skill set of being outgoing, of being a great guy, of being so warm? I mean, you couldn't have found a better show or a better vehicle.
3: No, this is definitely this is definitely in my wheelhouse. We laugh all the time and say this show is definitely Built around how I would just make these guys laugh all the time. I mean, I'm not—I'm not by any means a comedian or actor. I'm just like funny in this forum. So I think <laughs> you and that's Steve have that really in common,
0: Gary. <laughs> 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 by the way, by the way, you're talking about the the, the first time I kind of met Joe. We, I was at the Conan after party when we were in that's San Diego. Right. We,
3: yes, the San Diego
0: Comic Con. You and Mer were there, and all of a sudden, I'm on the roof, and they sent out an email saying very specifically. Only you're allowed to go. Don't bring your spouse. It's just you. We have a very strict budget, so there's no plus ones. And I'm walking around this party, and there's you and Mer standing there. And I'm like... Wait a minute! I couldn't bring my wife. You guys don't work for the show. How'd you guys get in here? And you showed me this dance that you did, and you walked right by the girl at the door. <laughs> yep, You're like, right. I did this yep. dance, and she didn't know what the hell was going on, and then we just walked right up and through the elevators. So it was like, I guess that's what it takes. <laughs>
2: I gotta ask you, Joe. You guys tour so much. You, you know, you've you've become. You know, it's one thing to have a successful television show but then to have the live aspect as well. I I did ask Sal this, but I got to ask you, how, I mean, how rewarding and how redemptive is it to to not only have that successful television show, but then the pressure of of putting on a live performance year to year, every year in support of that television show. How difficult are the pressures of, of mounting new material, but also... How rewarding is it and redemptive to see your audiences grow and grow and grow by the years each season?
3: Yeah, that's 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 awesome. I always say the best part about the tour is that it's a time we could actually meet our fans and be happy to see them. Because like when we're filming the TV show and somebody's a fan and they come up, they're ruining it. (laughs) Like we don't use people on our show that know the show, so we just have to shoot them away can't take pictures with them because we're blowing up the whole spot like so they ha to actually get shunned so it's not a really good experience for a fan to meet us while we're working but during the live shows it's a complete opposite like we're there for our fans we're there because of our fans and it's such a different vibe that we're like so much happier to to be around them and it's it's really really cool to to be able to give back that but break. how tough is it for,
2: and, for you uh you know when you're doing those live shows and and getting the adoration and everything to I mean, you guys powwow and create a whole new hour. I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's you know tough. it's like I mean, Louis or we're,
3: we're we're busy making the show during the week and then we tour on the weekends and then you know we have to come up with a new show about every you know sixteen eighteen months. So you know we're going into we're just about to start to make our fourth show uh, coming up now and we're just about to start on it now to come up with that content.
2: Just as a comic, I got to say I I am absolutely you know. Inspired, but also, like, shocked, you know, because, like, Aziz or Louis, they have a new hour every year, you know, supposedly, and then they go out and tour with it. You guys are literally filming a show, and you still find time to go out there, and I, 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 I'm just kind of blown away at the fact that... Year by year, you guys come up with this new show, and it's always great. It's always hilarious, and as a comic, I'm really inspired. So, uh, kudos to you. But I, I, how how difficult is is that pressure to go out there,
3: it, it not is, in front it, of it a few hundred, mounts. but now
2: you're doing arenas?
3: Yeah, it definitely mounts. Like it's hard when you have shows booked and you don't even have the the show locked down yet. You know, and it's like going to be the new tour. <laughs> that's so a Sal set. That's, that's very daunting. Yeah, yeah. Sal takes it to heart the most because he's just an anxious person and he doesn't handle, like, things. Un- <laughs> he, he's not as go with the flow as the rest of us are. He's very much a uh, consummate, like, you know, performer in that aspect where we'll just get up and try to be funny. If we're not, we'll be okay with failure. Sal takes failure to heart. <laughs>
1: right. That's funny because Sal, Sal kind of does more straight stand-up solo than any of you four, right? Yeah. Well,
3: so now he does. Yeah, he's just started to. He's been exploring that avenue, and that's something that he's always wanted to do. And uh, so he's been he's been going around doing that. That's not necessarily... What the rest of us could do or would be good at, <laughs> or would want to do, or subject
1: yourselves to. Um, yeah, because it's yeah. funny because a lot of people I think get into stand up because they can control what people are making fun of about them, and what you just <laughs> how you just described scowl is is kind of like that. Of but
2: those... Sal's taken the foray into stand up, and you, I, I think you tweeted something about like directing. You want to direct more,
3: obviously. Yeah, directing's always been my thing. I've always wanted to be a director. It's it's what I'll it's what I'll eventually do.
2: So, so when the dust settles on the history, or, or I'm sure the Tenderloins will always be touring in some facet, but as the show, you know, how, God bless you guys, I hope you have a long run, but directing is on the horizon for you.
3: Yeah, I mean, production and directing is really what I've fallen into with this show. I've actually have taken the role of, I'm very much hand-on, we're executive producers on the show, and I very much am involved in every aspect of the production. I really, really enjoy it and, and have taken to it and learned a lot. So I probably that's where I'll end up going.
2: Dream scenario: Would you direct something you've written on your own, or is it something where you're going to comb through scripts and direct something that that inspires you?
3: I probably a collaborative effort of something that someone has wrote that I could contribute to is probably the is probably the best.
2: Well, you'll never have to worry about Gary sending you a script because he doesn't write. It.
3: <laughs> Joe, let me ask you: If
0: Sullivan and Son were still around, would you want to direct uh-huh. Sullivan and Son, or would you rather direct a comedy?
3: Gary, wait. <laughs> I don't know what... I mean, tr- Sal would have been the dream. They had some funny guys on that <laughs> yeah, show, yeah. Man. I don't know. You should have watched it. <laughs> oh,
0: I was up in the audience doing the warm-up. I tried not to watch it. Gary. That's bad. Do you have a good question? Gary,
3: after you, you warmed up the audience, I think you just went home. Did
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I followed the audience out. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> By the way, you know, it's so funny, Joe. When we were talking to Sal, he said that he can't go anywhere without people coming up to him thinking that you guys are filming. Like you, if you're at the mall yeah. or you're grabbing a bite to eat, do you find that a lot too?
3: All the time, man. Like I'll just be – it'll be funny because you try to get help in a store. Like if I'm in Target and I'm trying to find out where something is, <laughs> I'm like I go to ask one of the workers. I'm like, hey, can you tell me? like, oh, no, you're not getting me. they like <laughs> walk away from me. I'm like I'm just trying to find paper towels.
0: You know? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and they always think that you're trying to spoof them.
3: Always. And people are always scared of me, I think, because I'm just so – loud and kind of in your face out of the four of us like I'm the most I don't give a shit and I think people get like a fear (laughs) (laughs) the
0: the, the problem in a good way has become because so many people recognize you that you guys used to shoot in Central Park and used to shoot in a lot of the same areas that you've had to go completely different areas where you're hoping people don't recognize you that's such a good question I'm sure
2: Joe. I'm sure
1: you've never been asked that before after six seasons correct (laughs) Jesus Christ Gary (laughs) Have you guys shot in the Tenderloin in San Francisco? Have you shot?
3: (laughs) 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 It'd be too meta. It'd be too Inception. We won't be able to do it. Joe, uh,
2: obviously, you guys are like Gary alluded to. You're so famous. But when did you know? Oh God, uh, I am famous, and this this might be a, a maybe an uptown problem. Not necessarily a problem, but. Maybe a, a a slight annoyance, because I'm sure you're getting it all the time, but when was the first moment maybe you were collectively the guys thought, oh, God, th- this has really caught fire?
3: Yeah, um, I think really was when we were at – we went to tour the U.K. for the first time. It was before our arena tour. We went over there for a couple just to test it out to see what it was going to be like in the U.K. So we played a couple smaller venues. Not mm-hmm. the arenas, but they were still big venues, but it was – we went to Manchester and we went to uh, London. And so Murray and I, we like to, you know, go out and meet fans. So after, we, we, we just tweeted. and We said, hey, we're going to go to this bar. And if you want, you could, you know, come meet us. And it was just me and Murray with, like, no security or anything. And we literally had to, like, dive into, like, we met people. And then it got totally overwhelming that the bar kicked us out because there was too many people. Wow. And then we were just on the streets and we just jumped into, like, a uh, taxi. And people were, like, smacking the taxi. And like shaking the taxi, and the guy was like, "What?" And we were like, "Go, go, go!" <laughs> and we just drove out of there. It was an insane experience. That I said tomorrow, I was like, "Wow, that was really, really weird." Like I've never, never really had something like that happen. So, how crazy is that to have instrument.
2: the success you had in the states, but then, you know, yeah, overseas, experience, crazy. experience fame again on another level, completely across the pond.
3: Yeah, and it's like people are just totally like discovering it again. Like it's, and they're talking about jokes that we've made literally five years ago, and like it's the first time they've seen them. And they love them just as much. Oh, Gary's really used to that. Weird to really like- <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Here's I've seen people, people hitting
0: Steve's taxi, but they're yelling refund. <laughs> <laughs> slightly different experience. <laughs> now, is that is that going
2: to be a, an effect where maybe you hid, like the UK market for example now a few years later? Is there another market on the horizon that you guys have that you haven't tapped yet, for example, like Australia or yeah, wherever? Yeah, Australia and
3: India are are two big ones that are laying out that are hanging out there. Comedy Central India plays us and we just start getting played in Australia and we're getting a lot of uh, buzz from Australia as well. Unbelievable. Um I could see us going to Australia. I don't think I'll go to India anytime soon.
1: Yeah. That's got, that's got you know, when people come up to you with accents, like, oh, I'm a big fan of whatever accent it is. It must be, like, yeah. I don't I don't even get that in American English, so I don't know what that would be like in any other form of English or <laughs> any other race of people. It's like, how are you getting access to, to my face? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. But uh, I <laughs> guess there's an internet <laughs> out there. It's
3: funny because Q, Q, uh, it, Q had gone to Costa Rica on vacation a while ago, like we are in season two or three, and he went to the hotel room, like, in the taxi guy was like, hey, and he was like... Hey, he's like, you know me, and then he went to his hotel, and it was playing on in subtitles on the television, like it was being dubbed over. It was very weird. He said, "Experience, for him.
2: Have being that you guys are also famous, have you gotten mistaken for anybody else that obviously is not you?
3: Yeah, I got uh, I get Steve Carell a lot, and I actually got at Pret de Mandra, a sandwich shop in Manhattan. I got her $38 worth of free food because I thought I was Steve Carell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Steve gets I woke, Roseanne. I woke up, uh, a woman, I was shopping, and a woman uh, that was uh, a fellow customer comes over and was like, hey, I'm a big fan, can I get a picture? And I was like, sure. And I took a selfie, and I saw the girl behind the counter, like, see it happen. And so then I walk up, and I had the food or whatever, and my wife was waiting in the car. We were on our way back home. And I was like, yeah, hey, I'll take this. To go. And she was like, oh my God. She's like, I just want to say I'm such a huge fan. And I was like, oh, I was like, thank you. She's like, I loved Evan Almighty. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then I just stopped talking because I realized she thought I was him. And I can kind of like get away with it if I look like him and it's quick and it's New York. And they just saw me take a picture with somebody. Like, but if I start talking, I don't sound like him. So I just started nodding. I was like, oh, and she's like, can we take a picture? I was like, yeah, she's like, actually, could my whole crew? And I was like, yeah, because she was the
1: manager. So I got behind
3: the counter. I just said, everybody smile, whatever. And then when we left, and I I was, leaving the I was like, God, he's like, the office is so great. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just grabbed all my stuff, and I just walked out. <laughs>
0: were you more insulted and, that she thought you were Steve Carell or that she liked Evan Almighty?
3: <laughs> the, the insult came later when I tweeted, it, I tweeted it out, and I was like, hey. I was like, thanks, and I tagged Steve, and I was like, thanks, uh, thanks to you, Steve. I just got free food at Pret the Monitor and I tagged Pret the Manger as well. Steve Carell had, had actually responded that he watches the show and likes it. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then Pret de Mandre was like, hey, here's a black car to get free Pret de Mandre for life. And they sent it to Steve Carell and didn't send me one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I got Steve Carell free sandwiches for life. Oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> hey, did, did you have comedy influences growing up? You grew up in Staten Island there. Did you have comedy influences growing up, or were you more of a sports guy, or did you even think about entertainment? No, not,
3: sport, not sports at all. I was, I was pretty geeky, actually, and I, I liked comedy. I liked comedy a lot, and I had big Mel Brooks uh, fan uh, growing up. I, you know, his movies were always my dad's favorite. And like stand up was like Tim Allen, Richard Jenny. Uh, those are big ones for me in my house. But I was I was definitely like a movie guy, Naked Guns, and you know things like that. That kind of comedy was really what I enjoyed.
0: What what of all the the things that you guys have done over the years, what has been your favorite prank to do? Which one oh, have you enjoyed one. most?
2: You've never been asked no. that before, Joe. Joe, <laughs> I got to ask you. Moving on, Jesus Christ, Gary.
3: Just Gary's like, <laughs> who is your favorite of the three other guys?
2: <laughs> What's it like being married? Okay, um,
0: Steve, go ahead. Joe, you, you got what about doing comedy in the UK? Steve's trying to make his mark on the U.S. Fuck, go ahead. <laughs> Seeing as how uh, impractical you, jokers, you guys
3: are great. You're a great couple.
2: It's obviously. So such a great comedy, but when you talk about directing uh, when you're when you 're moving under this next phase of your career or perhaps directing during uh seasons of uh, of of your show is is your angle more to stick with comedy or do you see more dramatic or is it horror like what genre would you like to see yourself directing
3: i I, I lean towards uh comedy and thriller those are my two my two favorites, I would think um, I'm, I'm a big like I'm a huge I'm fan and, and that that kind of movie. And um, I don't necessarily like straight up horror, hmm. um, but I, I don't mind something with a little bit of teeth to it. So it uh, doesn't all have to be comedy. But I do like when stuff is there's comedy hidden throughout other other things. I think it's it's nice, especially if you find one uh, is something that has some comedy inside of of a kind of like a thinker, you know. Like signs is a good example of that for me. You know, I, there was a lot of funny moments in that movie, and it was overall you're on the edge of your seat. You know,
1: well, Freddy Krueger was always cracking wise, wasn't he? Yeah, in his films? yeah. Sure That been sure fun do. as a boy. By the
0: way, if you're looking for something good in the horror section, check out Steve's tour calendar. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> Gary, great Gary, question by the way, yours, Steve. But that
3: be under mystery? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm getting that free food card from Corell, and I will I will make it my mission to give it to you after that burn. Thank you.
3: Thank you very much, Joe. Steve, I got your back, buddy. I appreciate that. Good fucking
0: grief. Too bad Joe doesn't book any of the funny bones in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Gary would be sitting in, at home this weekend.
2: Well, yes. what one of Gary's good questions that I'll ask on behalf okay. of Gary. What was the first thing you spoiled yourself with when you knew you you had a little b- bit of money in the bank? What was the first kind of reward? Oh, a watch?
3: Yeah, I got a Breitling. That was my first, like, okay. <laughs> I, got a, wow. I got a nice watch. But, but that started me down a path of now I have a lot of nice watches, and I, and I have to stop myself half the time. That's your I thing. Children.
0: <laughs> watches are your thing. That's that's kind of what yeah, you did? Watches,
3: watches, watches are where I went. Yeah, I like watches a lot.
1: Joe, have you been? Uh, have you ever been recognized by like a big name? Like where you were like, "Wow, I'm a fan of your you, you like me?" I mean, did anybody ever spot you guys in, uh, in New York or wherever and just be like, "I don't we know." We
3: actually got to dinner. I got, got to go to dinner with uh, last year uh, at the Comedy Festival Wild West in Nashville. We got to go to dinner with Sandler, which oh, was wow. unbelievable. That was that was unreal. Like we were just besides ourselves because we went like we went back to meet him after, and he's like, "Hey guys," and we start talking, and it was uh, him and Schneider, um, sports, and and we were just hanging out. And then it, he literally goes, "We're gonna go eat. You want to come eat?" And we're like, "Yeah, we'll go eat with Adam Sandler and friends." So we just <laughs> went at dinner at dinner with them. It was really really cool, and it was just a super cool vibe just to hang out with them. And because they've they've been friends a long time too, so it was kind of like you know much long, longer than us, and been doing it together longer than we have. But it was like it was just a very cool kind of parallel that was going on, and it was very. Very, very chill. And Gary wants you know, to know Brooks. how
2: the bread was, so the bread <laughs> um, was at the yeah. dinner The, al- the olive
3: Sailor oil was great. The impressed. olive oil was great. We did a nice olive oil balsamic reduction mix with a little bit of salt and pepper. I highly recommend it.
0: <laughs> By the way, Joe, the first nice thing yeah. that Steve bought when he had a little bit of money from Sullivan and Son was electricity for his family.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe,
0: we don't want to take too much
2: time. We know you're a proud new pop. Yeah. the family going, so... Thank you so much for taking time. I want honestly. to throw this out
0: there, by the way. What? Joe and his wife, yeah. his adorable wife, are big dog lovers, mm-hmm. which is yes. I am as well. And you guys, it no looks, your wife does a bunch of stuff for North Shore Animal League, and you guys do a bunch of different cool things for adoption events, which I think is absolutely great. So that's, yes. uh, as a big dog lover, I love the fact that you guys do that.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're a big adopt-on shop house. I got four houses. I got four dogs in this house. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> yeah, they look like uh, what are they? Little poodles? They look like little like Maltese.
3: Yeah, I got three. Well, they're little mixes. I got I got cannoli, biscotti, tartufo, and zeppeli. Those God, are I'm four, hungry. Four. <laughs> yeah, those, those are my guys. Those are my guys. Yeah, three of them are like these white power puff dogs, and then zeppeli we just rescued a little while ago. He's a senior. He's eight years, about eight or nine years old. He's got one eye. He was a puppy mill, uh, boy, but he's super cute. Yeah, he's a King Charles Cavalier.
0: Yeah, well, just uh, as, a, as a dog lover, I wanted to thank you and your wife for all that you guys do for the dogs. That's awesome.
3: I, yeah, you got it, man. We love it.
0: Well,
2: Joe, thank you so much for taking time. Continued success to the Tenderloins, hey, to Jokers. I had fun Jokers. in the dojo.
3: Thanks for letting me in, Sensei. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we of can't course. thank you
2: enough for, for spending the time. Good luck on the new season and uh, obviously on the tour that's continuing. You, and man. we we all three of us are fans, yes. and we cannot see the first film directed by...
0: Joe Gatto <laughs> so and Joe, I will now. I will see you next month when you guys do Conan. So I'm excited to see you guys do the show.
3: Oh, that's right, awesome.
0: Uh, Steve Conan is a late night talk show. Just so you know, yeah, <laughs> I've done it. Uh, I've done it a few times. Schwarzenegger, sure. you've worked
2: there for a few years. You've never done it. I have not asked. Joe, we love you, buddy.
3: <laughs> love you, bud.
2: Thank you so Bye, much. Bye, Joe.
3: You got it, guys. Bye. Bye,
2: Joe Gatto. Impractical Harry. Jokers. Yes, one of the nicest human beings. You'll ever come across in your life, couldn't be a nicer guy. Like you said, does so many charity yeah, yeah, events, not only with the, with the dogs. Of, with, those four, uh, of those four? Of those four, he's the nicest? Uh, they're, all, oh, they're all. All great. of them okay. are. The, I just couldn't be nicer guys. Creed, um, well, a great dojo. By uh, the way, I still love
0: that story that you told a couple of months ago about you and the Jokers go to The Price is Right and just shouting out during the commercial breaks, did you guys all go to The Price is Right? And you're like, let's get oh, yeah, crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was Joe.
0: It's one of the funniest. <laughs> and they cut you guys out of the uh, the audience, right? They told you to tone it down. <laughs> Yo, know, the audience warm-up was like, guys, take it down a notch. But I I love the fact that That only made Joe go harder. Right, right. <laughs> you guys are getting kicked out of the price ride for being too loud.
2: Yeah. <laughs> for being too excitable. Um, we gotta thank Joe. We gotta thank everybody for listening. Yeah. Please go to iTunes, rate us, review us, the Gentleman's Dojo. Where can they find you on Twitter?
0: At Canon Comedy. Uh, Keen? At Citizen Keen. And?
2: Uh, Keen of Comedy on YouTube. And everything I have is at Steve Byrne Live, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us. We love you. we got some great episodes coming yes. up. We're nearing our 100th episode. And yes. Steven,
0: uh, you and I will be in Tampa next weekend. We'll
2: be at the Tampa Improv. Tampa
0: Improv, uh, Labor Day weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Absolutely.
2: A lot of road dates coming up. Go to SteveByrneLive.com. You can see us all on the road. And we thank you very much. gentlemen. Sojo.